Hey everyone, what is up? Welcome to our first ever episode of That Wasn't the Plan. I'm Raina, and I'm happy you guys came to hang out with me. <laughs> There's something I may try. This drink doesn't taste right. It wasn't like our drug nights, drug nights. It wasn't like our drug nights, drug nights. All right, so first episode first guest we have a very special guest today he's a huge huge mixer streamer boy you guys might know him introduce yourself uh, to hi the fans. my name is dan i'm Raina's boyfriend i'm not a big mixer streamer i only have about 800 followers but <laughs> get on that kunu tv at mixer.com so yeah, today we're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk about life topics, mostly purpose, kind of figuring out where we're going in this world. We've been talking about that with each other a lot lately, so we felt like it would be a good topic to kind of open up with and start out with, because um, I feel like a lot of people that would listen to this, my friends, shout out to you four, whoever, um, the people who would listen to this are in kind of the same situation that we are. We're just kind of at a place where we're... We feel like we're stuck where we're at. We either don't really like where we're at. We don't really know where we want to go. We're trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives. So Dan has actually been helping me a lot figure out kind of my purpose and my why and kind of just why I want to do certain things. So I felt like it would be a perfect time for a guest, my first episode, um, Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Not a big deal, but kind of a big deal. But kind of a big deal. Um, Perfect. So he could help me kind of... He also has um, a microphone and an editing software, so that's good too. She pretty much has been dating me for two years to lead up to this one day to use me for this exact moment. And it's not that big a deal. I mean, I'd lie if I said I was not upset, but I'm not totally upset. It is what it is. But yeah, I I think a lot of us are... Whether you're our age, you could even be in high school, you could be, you know... You could be 74. I think we all reach points in our lives when we, you know, have to make decisions that we think are going to be huge. Um, the purpose is kind of a heavy tone and a heavy word to use to describe our direction. I think a lot of us think it's this, like, light coming down from the heavens and, like, the angels sing and then all of a sudden, like, this word shines through and we think, oh... My purpose. purpose is not that way at all, Calling. dude. Like for me, I studied medicine in school. I'm in primary school right now. I have always wanted to take care of people. I've always been a caretaker for people around me. Um, mm-hmm. But there was never like one day where I woke up and I was like, dude, I got to be a doctor or else like my life's shit. Yeah. When did you feel like you knew that? Um, I, I mean, I, I made it like... I made studying medical biology my thing on Facebook when I was like a sophomore in college, so <laughs> became like public. So when you actually were a freshman about, in college, so, so about you were like nineteen, eighteen, nineteen. But like, I mean, I knew I took the most pride in my life when I was taking care of those around me. When my aunt got really sick, when my mom was sick, I was had this feeling that like, didn't matter how old I was or what skills I had, like I I had to be that guy to go take care of them. And I think that your purpose can be anything. I think people who try too hard to find it often don't it's one of those things that kind of like you gotta take a step back and kind of 
reevaluate your life from a third person perspective to say like oh, what actually brings me happiness and not like not what gets me attention from other people per se or what not not what people think makes me happy because i think we all have a shell on us that's kind of like this fake self and we don't want to admit it sometimes but yeah. a lot of us live this you know let's have this veil over us like this is this is who i am and we put it out to the world i think social media does that aggressively right um and we think we have to compare ourselves to everybody and we think well so-and-so makes this money or so-and-so went to this school and they have this they drive this and you think, oh if i want that my purpose should be to make money my purpose is to be successful and like i think successful it could be a whole other podcast if you really wanted it to be i mean it's the, true the give, term, me, give me some content <laughs> the term successful i think is all from the self but i think finding purpose and like finding what makes you happy is, is only one person can figure that out it's you and for me i realized that like the way I can affect the most change, the way I can save others from from being in a position that they're struggling, is medicine. I mean, going to the hospital with my family and you know having to be there and it's a scary place and you're surrounded by you know people who are literally dying. Um, amazing things happen in hospitals. Horrible things happen in hospitals. Most of us associate hospitals with death. It's a scary place, and so to have that nurse or that doctor or that PA or whoever even that greeter just make you feel more comfortable and make you feel like everything's going to be okay. Even if it's not just to make you feel more comfortable with what's happening it, I wanted to be that person. So that was kind of my moment. Um, but it, it doesn't need to happen. In co- I think I also think school in general and education, we have this linear idea that like I go to school, I go through high school, I go to college for four years, I get a job, I work hard, I get promotions, I retire. And that's, it's not that way, dude. I, I was a great student all through school and I'm still working my way to get where I want to be. It wasn't that linear progression. Uh, some people graduate in four years or five years or never graduate, and they're still successful. And I think the biggest thing about finding your purpose, the first step is just to stop comparing yourself to everyone around you. It's not easy to do, but I think a lot of us do that. <laughs> I know you struggle with that. Yeah. I'd think i th- I'd say 99% of the population, including myself, I, I, often, I sometimes do it. I look at be at the gym working out, and I'll see a guy like, wow, like, I want to be like that guy. I'm like, I think, well, they don't. I'm me. I don't care. For those of you guys who don't know, I am, first of all, that was awesome. You should have your own podcast. I think you just talked for like four straight minutes, which is awesome. Give me some content. But I was gonna going off of that about looking at people in the gym. I was at the gym the other day. I went five days in a row. It's not a big deal, guys. Don't congratulate me. It's fine. But I can give you guys her P.O. box if you guys want to write to her and say <laughs> congratulations. Um, But I literally broke down in tears in the middle of the gym and Dan can be my witness. I was crying because I saw other people and how they looked and I just, I was in tears. I was like, I'm never going to get there, blah, blah, blah. And Dan sat me down and he was like, listen. And he basically just said kind of what he said to you guys. Um, You also said a lot of the things that I was going to say, like social media really affects how we think we should be. Like, I see people on social media, and they look like they got their shit figured out. I'm sorry. Mom, I'm sorry. You told me not to swear anymore on the podcast. I'm going to try not to swear anymore. But they look like they got their stuff figured out. But I know, personally, that they do not. Um, So just kind of everybody portrays something different on social media. Like, it's not... I mean, rare cases, it's probably you know, how they are in real life. There's but. people who have careers from being like Instagram models or this or that. Social media is the finest form of the fake self. I mean, I, 
it sounds so like it makes me sound so profound. You'd be like, oh, I'm against social media. I, I use it every day. I literally yeah, don't knock it. I log hours I on Instagram it. and Twitter over the week, and like yeah, you should see my. But like, I'm also the kind of person that doesn't, you know, post as much on Instagram, and I don't, I don't judge that much on Instagram, and I. It is what it is, but I, I don't think that social media should be my number one priority to, to decide, you know, how do I stack up. And it's hard to not do that because, like, within our – how do I even want to say this? Within our generation, this generation, we're so yeah. social media obsessed. And I can't even – I love social media. I'm obsessed with it. I'm always on it. People probably think I'm on it way too much. So it's hard because – you see what everybody else is posting and you feel like you should be like them. You feel like you should have your stuff figured out. I'm turning 24 in October and I still have literally no idea what I want to do. I went to college for recreation therapy and yes, I loved it and I made some meaningful connections and I've worked with people who told me that I've changed their lives, which is amazing, but I don't feel like that's my calling. I... I love it, but I'm not as passionate about it as some of my friends who were in the same major are. I see them logging hours and hours of research and just, they love it and they're so passionate about it. They're always looking things up about it. They're going to conventions, they're doing all this, and I don't feel like that. So it's hard for me because I feel just kind of like I wasted four years of my life studying something that... I mean, two years, technically, because I was a psych major before that. And then uh, I was like, nope, not for me. And then I switched to rec therapy and I was like, okay, yeah, I like this. But now that I'm in the real real world, I, I'm i not as much of a fan as I thought that I would be. That's part of the journey, though. I think, like, even for me, I was, anyone that knows us, especially people who be listening to this, like our friends, like anyone that knows us is like, oh, Dr. Dan, and it's a silly nickname, and oh, Dan loves medicine, oh... Now, if you have any questions about medicine, go to Dan. I was a finance major for my first semester mm-hmm. of school. I made a decision for my future based on practicality. I was like, I can get an easy, you know, nine to five job working in the finance sector. I could be working with, you know, hedge funds or insurance or whatever. And I'd be like a steady paycheck. I could have a nice home, maybe get a boat one day or a mm-hmm. beach house. And that'd, that'd be, nice. be wonderful, wouldn't it? But I would have been miserable. And like, I think kind of pushes us towards the next portion of this conversation is your decision shouldn't be based on a career or what other people like your family or friends think about it. I mean, it comes down to what you really want. And it sounds so cliche and everyone always follow your heart, but like your heart isn't going to just, again, throw this beautiful thing up in the stars and it's like fireworks and you see like, Oh, I need to be in, you know, social media. or I need to work in medicine. It's not going to say that. It's going to say, it's going to be this voice in the back of their head. There this, this this little signs that keep drawing you like, you know what? I really enjoy this. And, like, you don't sit down and obviously think that. No one sits down the other day and goes, time to go to bed. But first, let me think about what makes me happy. Like, no one does that. But these little signs keep popping up. Like, again, for me, medicine, like, kept popping up. Like, wow, I really appreciate that person that does this. Wow, it makes me happy to see this person that does this in medicine. Wow, this nurse was really great. And over time, I was like, I want to be that person. And I think for some people, it takes a day. Some people, it takes a year. Some people, it takes a lifetime. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, we sound like we have this wealth of knowledge. Well, no. Even though we don't. Yeah, no. I, I know nothing. I think you just put your thinking cap on because you cleaned your room. Dan, like, scrubbed his room. He vacuumed it before we did this because he said it helps him think better. So. Yeah, this is super clean. 
It's really clean. Probably the cleanest it's been in a while. <laughs> Kudos to me. Pam's going to be a one-psyched mother. But yeah, anyways. No, I just, I, I think a lot of us make decisions in life. We play it safe, and we disguise our fear of taking a risk, and we call it practicality. Right. We take this big bundle of fear in our lives, and we say, oh, this is the practical decision. No, it's because you're scared to take a jump. I mean... What if you never took a jump to go into rec therapy and it didn't work out for you? Like, let's say you didn't. I mean, it could work out. I just haven't gotten a rec therapy job yet, so I can't really apply it. Guys, my life is in shambles right now. I'm working at a job that I hate with people that are, they hate being there. So they're just straight up mean to me. They make me cry. I've cried because of how mean they are to me. These are full grown men being mean to me. And I don't do anything. I'm just trying to do my job. So... Granted, I have not worked rec therapy in real life. I've interned and I've worked it like one on one for school. You were in Colorado internships. That, that was real. Yep, that was like yes. a real job. Yes, it was a real job without yes. a paycheck, which is kind of the shitty yes. part. So but, it was an internship. But so you did I'm all granted, the real work, though. You did the work of a real job, right? And I loved it. So granted, I probably do still love rec therapy. However, I'm just not working in it right now. So which is why I probably think that I hate where I'm at. I also, again, I think that also circles back to that concept of comparing ourselves to others. And it's a thing, it's a natural oh, human I thing. No, I do it all the time. And we'll do it. And I, I think it's impossible not to go ahead and pick a field. Any field, unless you literally are self-employed and you, your only customer is you and you're the only person that does what you do, which is, I, I can't think of anybody like everyone, even our joke in chief he even compares himself to everybody on twitter like everyone compares themselves to everybody all the time it's impossible not to joke in chief i did not know what that meant yeah i thought that was gonna go over your head the The president that guy yeah Ugh. but i'm saying is like everyone compares themselves constantly like it's all we do like that's all life is i mean everything is comparison sports is comparison even the music industry film even when we hang with our friends like you know what you'd be lying if you said when you see somebody the first thing you do is you don't analyze what they're wearing you know what car they drove up in that's how we operate as humans. It's human nature, and you can't fight that. No one's going to say don't do that. But when it comes to figuring out what makes you happy and what's, what you can do for the rest of your life that's going to make you feel fulfilled, at the end of the day, again, not a fulfillment that's like you, you get into the day like a robot, and you flick off a switch, and you look at your enrichment chart, like, oh, I feel enriched today. I did a lot. Like, no, but... Some people do that, though. Like, good for them. It's not like a cyborg. It's like Xenon. But <laughs> for me, I just know that at the end of the day, I can go to bed and wake up the next day and not think, well, I feel like i really didn't do anything like I, I right now i make beer for the record my job right now is making beer i'm i'm going to school to get an advanced life support certification and he's dang good at it but i make beer for a job um which sounds really cool especially in this age of again anyone knows me knows that i love beer um dan drinks beer we're almost at a thousand followers on instagram so go ahead and plug that <laughs> shit but in any event like i make beer and it's i always thought it'd be something i want to do i was like i'll get a practical job, I'll save some money, I'll open a brewery one day, but I don't want to do that anymore. I mean, owning it would be cool. I don't want to work at it. That suck. Um, just like anything, the veil got lifted. I saw the reality of the fact that, yeah, making the beer is cool, but then cleaning up sucks. In reality, a brewer is just a really fancy janitor that gets you drunk. <laughs> and a cleaning tanks stinks, canning the beer stinks, kegging it stinks, serving people, interacting with the humans blows. Um honestly it's not a good time i i love i love the people i work with and at the end of the day like i have a good time at work but i get to exercise this ethos of like i took this chance and i said okay like i could have got a job bartending somewhere and probably would have paid me a little better than i'm making but instead i took a chance to see if it was something i want to make my life out of and it wasn't and i learned 
But if I never take that risk, I'd live my whole life wondering, did I want to be a brewer? Right. Speaking of taking chances, um, I feel like we can talk about some, this might be a little off topic, but um, just some big leaps of, basically leaps of faith that what life's all about literally leaps of faith is like it's life literally basically in august i hadn't even technically graduated yet i walked in graduation but i did not have my diploma but i didn't decide in august i decided in like february but in august i packed up all my stuff i took my brother my dog and our little red toyota corolla 2009 baby so poetic Um, by the way (laughs) (laughs) and we packed up and we literally drove across the country just us me my brother and my dog drove across the country to colorado and we moved in there we didn't know a single person we didn't know a single thing i mean i was 22 brayden my brother he was 20 at the time yeah um we got our own apartment together. My mom was obviously having a heart attack, as was probably everybody else that knows us. I didn't sleep for like um, two days. But. Yeah. So that was a huge, huge leap. I took an amazing internship at a psychiatric hospital out in, out in Colorado Springs, and I met some amazing people that I know are going to be my great friends for years to come. And if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have experienced how amazing working in a psychiatric hospital is. I wouldn't have made these friends. I wouldn't have experienced a whole different part of the country. It's absolutely, it's beautiful. I I love it and I miss it so much. The people there are so amazing. I saw some of the be- most beautiful things I've ever seen. The mountains are beautiful. Um, but yeah, so that was just kind of all about, I was terrified, but it was all about putting myself out there and super out of my comfort zone i was really scared i'm also super bad at being an adult um super bad at being an adult like the first night first night we were out there we put um dish dishwasher soap in the no you you put dish soap like like dish soap in the dishwasher and it flooded our apartment with we Honestly, I though, called my mom. I was like, "What do I do? Like, what's she gonna I, do?" I feel like a lot of fifth graders have made that mistake. All right, and it happens to the best of us. All right, nice, jerk. But yeah, common you mistake. <laughs> what about you? Did you take any leaps or? I've jumps taken a lot of leaps bounds? of faith. I mean, think about it. I left a school that I was getting a lot of money at. I maybe I wasn't happy. I transferred. For those who don't know, I transferred schools. I left Stonehill College and which is a tiny little church of good Catholic boys and girls, and I... Wonderful le- people, truly. Uh, the best. Priests are always A-OK. And I left that beautiful safe haven of Christianity, and I le- went north to UNH, and granted it was financially uh, maybe not the best decision, and uh, I ended up finding myself in a way. I mean, I met this beautiful woman who's sitting right beside me, <laughs> Um, probably the most supportive human I've ever had in my entire life. And I made some of my best friends. Uh, and, and I'm sure they're the, one, the only ones that are going to listen to this, so that's good. <laughs> probably. Hi, Mom. <laughs> um, I'm still paying. I'm going to pay a lot more money at the end of the day. I'm in a lot more debt because I went to UNH, second most expensive out-of-state school in the country. It, it, it's the most expensive public university in the country. Oh, it beat U, about UVM. I know UVM and oh. UNH, the, the battle of the two whitest states in New England, really had a good fight for that one. Go Cats. But, um, yeah, I, I did my best there. Um, 
I still, they were wonderful. They made me retake courses I got A's in because college. Um, but I had to work through that. I had to graduate, finish classes late and do all that stupid, stupid shit. I got a walk-in graduation, which was nice, but um, still paying for that, still working on that. It's a lot of fun. Um, go Cats. But I had a leap of faith. I mean, I had to, to leave a place that I knew I was comfortable, that I was successful, that I knew I could get my life together, but it wasn't a place I was happy. It wasn't a place that I was growing. It wasn't a place that I felt comfortable, really. It was a place that I went through the motions. Again, practicality, come back to that idea of do what's easy or do what you know will make you a better person. And so I went north, and then I went to UNH. And I met, like I said, I met all these beautiful people. I joined clubs. I grew as a human being, um, and I'm eternally grateful for it. I think I'm a better person for what I did. Yeah. I mean, even so, I'm, we talk about this debate I have all the time with the, joining the military, um, which is... A, a part of that is actually based on practicality. Part of that is, oh, they'll help pay off some of your student debt. Sweet. And having, after serving, you can probably get into a PA program a little easier. And you can do this. Yes, but there's also this call that I've always had to serve my country. And I can think of no greater job in this world than saving the, saving the lives of those that put their lives in line for us every single day. But that's a leap of faith. Leaving my family for, you know, two, three months. Leaving you for months on end. Um, leaving all my friends for two, three months at a time, that's hard. I, that's a leap of faith, I think, but a lot of us have to come to that crossroads and have that conversation with ourselves. We look ourselves in the mirror and say, what am I about and what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us turn to different mediums and medias to what can make this decision for me. I'll listen to a motivation podcast and that'll tell me how to live my life. And yeah, I listen to one. I think it's great to pull inspiration from outside, but I think at the end of the day, like, you take these leaps of faith, like only the person that can make that decision is you. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've taken leaps of faith in my life. Yeah. Um, you keep um, bringing things up that make things pop into my head, but then you do a complete 180 and bring something else up. So I'm going back to when you talked about UNH and school. Yeah, and we can, uh, like go that. ahead and just yeah. no. bounce off a little popcorn. Oh, oh, I will. It's my podcast, so. I'm, do what you gotta do, dude. <laughs> I'm, just, oh. I'm just here because I'm a great mixer streamer. I'm oh, just yeah. a... I'm an influencer, actually. It's on my Instagram, I'm pretty sure. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. Okay. Um, but I have, yeah. like, 500 followers. So, <laughs> UNH um, is, I think Dan mentioned, that's where we met. Um, UNH was literally my home for four years. I loved it. I pretty much never went home. Didn't I, you want to leave there after the first month? Yep. Thank you for telling my story for me. I was just about to say, Yikes. my first couple months that I was there, thank you, Dan, I hated it and I wanted to leave. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I hated it. I was miserable. I would cry every single night in my room. I felt like everybody had their friends. I had friends joining sororities. I did not want to do that. I knew it wasn't for me. Nothing against that, but it just was not my calling. Um wasn't for me so I would just sit in my room and cry because I thought that I made the biggest mistake um going to UNH and then I met some friends and at a football game once and they kind of they invited me in they took me in as one of their own and I basically I joined a, an organization with them and this is a shout out to Peter Wilkinson. He is basically the reason that I stayed at UNH. Um, he great helped human. me through. He's, He's a, great, a great, human. great human. High quality human. He helped me through so much. I can't even describe it. Um, and Thanks, if Pete. it <laughs> if it weren't for my great 
buddy Pete, who's basically like an older brother to me. He was a senior when I was a freshman. Um, so he kind of knew the ropes. He's one of those people that everybody who knows him loves him and everybody knows him. So pretty much everyone loves him. Yeah. So shout out to Peter and thank you for everything that you've done. And to whoever's listening out there, be a Peter, be somebody's Peter, be somebody's. Yeah, Peter's awesome. I mean, if he didn't keep you at UNH, we wouldn't have met, we wouldn't have dated. So like low key, thanks Peter for plugging me with a girlfriend. That's like kind of how I got here. But yeah, so I don't even know where I was going with that. But yeah, just try to be that person that brings out the best in everybody. And I need to try doing that too, because a lot of times I am not, I am you're not mean. I'm not mean. I'm not mean. I wasn't going to say that. I thought that was where you were heading. No. Like, you're not mean. I'm not mean. People think that I'm mean. People think that I am so mean. When I meet people, they're like, oh my god, Raina, when I first met you, I thought that you were an effing bitch. Now that, that I know you, like, like... I thought you were, like... I didn't say you. Low-key cold. I thought you were, like, low-key cold. I was like, oh, this shit kind of, like, is standoffish and, like, kind of cold. But no, I know you, and, like, you can be kind of low-key standoffish and cold, but, like, you're also a really sweet, cute, amazing human being who can also be a little cold. It's okay. That's literally not true at all, though. I'm just, I'm, I have anxiety, so I get awkward and I get nervous around people. So I don't talk to them, and I also have RBF. For those of you who don't know, that's resting bitch face. I have one of those. So. Happens to the best But it's happened to me since, literally since middle school, high school especially, because that was when I made a lot of my friends i don't have those friends anymore really i have like five of them but um high school especially people thought that i was really mean and scary and i'm not she's talking about peter and how he is i think peter would be able to tell you if he asked like what's your purpose his purpose would be helping people realize their true self oh it is because he talked to that could be i mean that that could be me paraphrasing but i think i don't know he wouldn't probably say those exact words he's more profound and much better spoken than i am but <laughs> i think it'd be along the lines of like finding your true self and like that's his that's his purpose but i don't think he woke up one day and like i don't think high school peter woke up one day like getting ready to go to junior year of high school and go you know what my purpose is to help people find their true selves i think he found it along the way and i don't think coming back to that just original purpose conversation i don't think it's this idea that like people like wake up and just like no but i think look back at your life and look at the moment like the past week month year like what moments and what interactions with other people or yourself have made you the most happy and i think that's kind of your purpose mm-hmm. and i think we can all do that and i think it's hard to do obviously but it doesn't mean it's your career you don't have to work in that career I don't, peter does that's just because peter's an amazing human um, this is now a podcast about peter so this is pretty much the peter wilkins podcast <laughs> <laughs> you've all been duped you psych to, you should honestly just get your own podcast i don't think so I don't know if I have the ability. Dude, you just talked for like 20 minutes straight. You did some talking too. Barely. I'm the guest. This is my one, <laughs> This is my time to shine. If I'm going to gain followers on Mixer, this is going to be it. This is my only outlet. I have absolutely no other chance. So if I don't make it here, if I don't get my chance, I'm like Jim Webb. You probably wouldn't know that. It's a, that was a political, he's a presidential candidate in 2016 for the Democratic Party. And he was a big meme because he didn't get to talk. Go ahead and YouTube Jim Webb, I want to talk. And he didn't get to talk. Speaking of YouTube, look up Brayden oh, God, yeah. and Sam. Wow, on... it's like a good plug. Look yeah, at look at that. So I don't know the exact YouTube name, but Brady, sure Brady Langlois. Brady Langlois on YouTube. That's B R A D Y 
L-A-N-G-L-O-I-S on YouTube. My brother and his girlfriend have a YouTube channel and they're awesome and I love them. So I want them to do well. I want them to succeed. They're finding their purpose as well as Dan and I are finding ours. So ties in it all ties in honestly i think life all ties together at one point you know their youtube channel is fun they do a lot of funny pranks with each other and challenges and brayden's this like funny muscular small guy don't don't build his ego he doesn't need that i I was just gonna plug him real quick i don't need his head to get big i got you brayden i don't need it sam's cool too sam's awesome i feel like you're so much more serious than i am like i'm trying to be lighthearted and fun and you're like it's a good balance. So serious. What's well, a good balance between lighthearted and serious? You get the. Funny. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying we're we're exact opposites. I feel like like we can be out somewhere and Dan will be like huddled in a corner with our friends drinking his beer and I'll be literally like dancing on a table, singing. I mean, you, you're we're very opposite. I'm but a we very, mesh well. I'm a very quiet, reserved human being. Unless I know you. If I know you and we're in an environment that I'm comfortable. I'm not, but when You're I'm still around, pretty quiet. Uh, I I can talk. If you get me going on a topic that I like, oh yeah, I, no, you can. I don't definitely know, talk. I don't know how to shut up, but like, if I don't know you, and like, I I do a very good job of not talking a lot to people I don't know. Especially when I go out, though, like I'm, maybe it's just the way I was like raised, watching my siblings grow up and stuff. We're all kind of quiet and similar in that way. That like, it's almost this like stoic, quiet behavior when I go out. Like I don't want to be drawing attention I've always kind of like I, that's my anxiety I think is I don't like to have the, all the eyes in the room on me but when you go out you are the star of the show yeah, it's, a, it's a fun mesh I think that plays out in a lot of different roles in our relationship I think a lot of people like that opposites yeah. attract Your you're short I'm tall <laughs> I'm 5'2 he's 6'2 so he's a full foot taller than me I have blue eyes. You have these really cool orangey okay. green eyes with like a blue ring. Okay. A different. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Your name begins with an R. Mine's a D. He's very serious most of the time. I'm Not. the exact opposite of serious. <laughs> I am very, very sporadic, and he is very, very plan, plan, plan. Like we'll get, we'll get like a thing from. This has never happened, but in the future, if this happens, if we get, like, something from Ikea, like a piece of furniture. Me setting up your AC, that's a perfect example. Your conditioner, that's a perfect example. As I was saying, if we get something from Ikea (laughs) and we took it out of the box, I would just try to start building it, and he would set everything down, like, by the piece. He would probably (laughs) tape down a grid and put each piece in. It's a little much, but maybe. I mean, it sounds like a smart plan. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um, and I would try to you know, piece it together without reading the directions and get it done in about 45 minutes, he would sit down and read the instructions and make sure everything is perfect and get it done in about four and a half hours, maybe. So No, I'm pretty efficient with time. You know what I mean. But think about it. What would take longer? Make sure you have all the right parts and build it? Or I literally clearly don't care. So I'm aware you don't. <laughs> yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with efficiency. My purpose is to be efficient in life. See what I did there. So going forward, where do you think, what do you think your purpose is? Like if you were to, Mm. where do you see your trajectory going? That's a great question. You should see my Indeed search history. Because it's like everything from like working with animals to working in prisons to working in psych hospitals to being a server to 
I literally looked up cruise line jobs today. Like I literally have no idea where I want to go. And talking to people, I'm slowly realizing that that's okay. However, at the moment, I don't feel like that's okay. But I'm also super hypocritical because I'll be talking to a friend and they'll be stressing out and they'll be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where to go. And I'll be like, don't worry. Like, you'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. You're you're going to figure it out. Like, we're 23 years old. And I can't take my own advice because every day I sit there stressed out because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't even know what interests me. I know I love dogs. Dogs are great. That's about it. Dogs are great. Some so, dogs are great. Some dogs. Most dogs. No. Majority. I'd say 99.9% of dogs are great. All dogs except chihuahuas. I, I said 99.9%. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm saying, Even I'm the, saying, I don't care if you have a chihuahua. All dogs except chihuahuas suck. I mean, all dogs. Excuse no, me. That's not what I meant. What? All dogs are awesome except for chihuahuas. They Even suck. if your dog bites, like, you know, that's his, that's his purpose. That's his prerogative, dude. Let him bite. My Probably don't let him bite because he need to get put down, and that's a really yeah, sad no. story. That's a that's a path we do not want to venture down right muzzle. now. Speaking of, <laughs> we have a dog named Willow. We need to get her a muzzle. But this is just a PSA. It's super random. Nothing to do with our topic. <clears throat> Hold on, let me get situated for this. Oh, this is your talk. You if go, girl. somebody is walking with their dog down the street, and you can see them kind of pulling their dog away, their seventy-five pound dog away from your tiny little dog. Probably eats your dog for breakfast. Literally could eat your dog for breakfast. Takes dumps bigger than your dog. Continue. Anyway, um, and they are saying, so this is, okay, basically this is what happened. I was walking with my dog Willow. She is 75 pounds. She is very defensive, so she kind of snaps at other dogs. Um, I was walking down the road, and somebody else was walking the other way with a really small dog, and they started walking towards me. And I was like, um, she's actually not really good with other dogs. Like, she'll probably attack her. She'll think that she's a squirrel and try to eat her. And the other owner was like, oh, well, her ears aren't back, so it's probably fine. Let's try it out. And I was like, I'm not kidding. She's probably really going to attack your dog. And she walked over anyways with her little dog and Willow, like I said she was going to do, snapped at the dog and tried to attack it because she thought that it was a squirrel because it was literally the size of a squirrel I guess you could say but that was just um you know so if somebody is pulling their dog away from you telling you not to bring your dog over to them don't fucking do it because my dog could have gotten in a lot of trouble she could have gotten in so much trouble this is so random but I just needed to say it it needed to be said if a dog owner tells you not to come near her dog, even if, like, especially with kids, too, don't think that your kids have the right to just come up and pet a stranger's dog. You don't know how reactive they are. I'm, whoo, I could do a whole podcast just on this. Whoo, I'm, like, about to break this pen that I'm holding. For the record, though, Willow's kind of an asshole. No, she's not. A little bit. She's not. With strangers, she is. Okay, our dog, she, Willow will literally, we'll be walking by and, like, someone's dog was walking by they weren't even trying to like let him play and willow will like get down nice and low and won't growl will show no signs of aggression and then just legit not even try to like show her teeth will just try to bite like she'll just try to not people per se kids on bikes kids on bikes are her her least favorite but other dogs are like humans on bikes not just not just kids she kind of sucks so we're gonna say that i love her she sucks she doesn't suck she sucks a little bit it's okay you have a you have a misguided view it's all right 
it's, you're like a, a mother whose kid like is a horrible kid, but they're their kids. They're perfect. Yay. Willow kind of sucks a little bit, but truth. Don't don't do that. That's a that's more important than purpose. Don't let your kid shove his dirty fingers in the dog's mouth because you know little Timmy just loves puppies because you know that puppy's gonna bite him and then that puppy gets in trouble. Not your stupid honestly, kid. this podcast isn't even about purpose. It was just a way to segue into don't fucking be obnoxious with dogs that you don't know. Honestly, put your kids on a leash, maybe. Let the dogs roam free and your kids should be on a leash. Or put your kids down. That works, too. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hopefully kidding. no PA school to listen to this podcast because I do not advocate for children being euthanized. <laughs> no, I love kids. I love them. Oh, we have to block that out. Oops. Because everybody gets so fucking offended by everything here in 2019. Which is fine, I guess. Yeah. Do you? But also, like, like, suck it up. But maybe, like, yeah, suck it up, Buttercup. Maybe have a little bit of tougher skin. Like, whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words never hurt me. Now it's like words hurt way more than sticks and stones. It's so true, and like I've never it actually really broken does. a bone from sticks and stones, just sports. But like, let's say it was like, like but whatever happened to being like, like if someone calls you something, and you know it's not true. Like, why do we get so upset? Or like it has nothing to I do. I know with you it. are, but what am I? Like, dude, rubber. Dude, I'm like rubber. You're like that me. is the greatest whatever comeback to to ever me. exist. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Dude, that is because like, <laughs> there's no way out of that. <sighs> now what? Where do we go from here? How do we end up here? It's a question of life. What is life? In other news, uh, 300,000 millennials are going to start marching on Area 51. Oh, my God. They're all going to die. Oh, my God. No. You know what? This is going to be... This is going to be the best meme ever. Like, there is nothing right now funnier to me than these Area 51 (laughs) memes. They are hilarious and I love everything about it's like really just eight accounts that are hammering them home though it's like the, I feel like eight eight Instagram meme accounts like the people just got together and like, no I see do you guys want to make a really too. funny meme Twitter all the time too the Twitter Twitter's so much funnier than Instagram in my opinion true I can sit on Twitter for hours and just I just can't get around people fighting on Twitter it's obnoxious like argue people like, fight on Instagram more than they fight on Twitter I guess I just don't read comments on Instagram yeah I don't I don't take part in comments I really don't know how to do an Instagram very well. Yes, you do. You're being dramatic. Uh, you do. I once got 129 likes. Actually, I got 151 likes on a post. Not a big deal, but kind of a big deal. Mm. I know you're much more popular than me. I'm not a good-looking girl, so sorry that I can't have this prosperous Instagram account. I got my five hundred. So I got my 540 loyal followers. Uh, I'm looking at the other... 420 of you that do not like my posts usually <laughs> this one goes out to all of you fake ass friends yeah honestly if you're not gonna like my posts if you think i'm annoying just unfollow me please i won't be offended i just need you to unfollow me yeah, i'm not really worried about my follower account i'm actually more worried about the followers that don't like my shit that's what i'm saying just unfollow and me. i don't want to care but i do like what, what, what are you doing you like you, you scroll by like ah nice nice posts it's a nice post you have. I really like all the lighting. Shout out to Joe Dirt, who likes literally every, everything on I'm literally pretty sure I've seen him like ads. He had, he No, he literally has said that he scrolls through Instagram and just likes everything. I've literally seen Capital One ads, and it's like, oh. I'm always like, who likes a Capital One? And then there's Joe, Joe Dirt. Yeah. So, speaking of Joe Dirt, I think I'm going to have him on as a guest at one point. Shout out to Joe Dirt. He would be a great, he would be a great podcast host. He would. He'd be really funny. I would love that. You should do it. But I'm going to have him on as a guest at one point. Not really sure what we're going to talk about. We're probably going to debate about banana Laffy Taffy. Because oh. he thinks it's horrible and I'm obsessed with it. I honestly think it's one of the greatest candies ever invented. 
But Anna, no, banana non- runs. Banana runs are better. So, but oh, I forgot so to talk about the semi-chewy field, that category of candy, like non-chocolate. Like gummy candy? But not necessarily gummy candy. Just Fruity the, candy. Fruity candy. Banana Laffy Taffy is going to be up there. Pink Starburst, I think, is, that, that's that's the goat. That's the pinnacle. I feel like, honestly, if I had a Banana Laffy Taffy in front of me and a Pink Starburst in front of me, I would reach for the Banana Laffy Taffy. Depends but on... I'm also just super banana-driven right now. Like, I don't know, I think it's a phase, but like the banana flavor dish beer... <laughs> The, I love banana ice cream. I love chocolate-covered bananas. Like, I don't know what's going on with me, but I don't eat straight-up bananas either. Like, I do. I will. But I don't enjoy Great them. Great source of potassium. That's awesome. Look, yeah, at me being, look at me being fit, you guys. I, I, don't, I don't know. So, I think banana runs probably have a significantly less, like, like literally no potassium. But imaginary potassium. Honestly, if you want it, you can... Pretend there's a tap potassium in it. I don't know. If you dream it, you can do it. Something like that. That's the saying, right? Along those lines. Somewhere along those lines. I like how we covered some real topics, and then we kind of just covered stuff. I'm saying that's why I want it. I want it to be like this. I want it to be chill. I want it. To, I want this to be a safe place. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> Woof. No, but actually, why'd you say it like that? Like I do. Like I want people to be able to come here and like any. I don't even know if I should give this disclaimer. I might end up cutting it out. Anything I say is literally just my opinion. It's not meant to hurt anybody. It's not meant to... Just because I'm so nervous about the way that everything's going lately about... Basically, just the rule is just don't be an asshole and you're not going to get in trouble. But I feel like people are so offended by so many things that I'm just genuinely scared to say things. I'm scared. Yeah, if you say you like a certain color, someone's going to get offended at this point. Somebody... So. What, what was it? <laughs> I mean, it's impossible to avoid it. Yeah. It's impossible to go through life without upsetting somebody and if you try it so hard you're never gonna live life so like which yeah i don't know but that is just a disclaimer for me a disclaimer for me i i also am not claiming to give good advice whatsoever i'm very pretty actually probably kind of bad at advice because i don't really know what i'm doing at all i'm just kind of i think you're good honestly i don't think there's a um um what's what i'm looking for i don't think there's a cut off between who's allowed to give advice and who's good at giving advice and who's not like i think everyone has their own experiences in life and everyone can give advice mm-hmm. you could give advice about things that i could never give advice about and vice versa yeah that's true i i don't think there's anyone there should be any, ever be any cut off i just wanted to give i'm not a licensed therapist i am not she's a licensed rec therapist though i'm a licensed rec therapist you're I, so i guess i am you are a licensed, I'm a therapist. licensed therapist just not like a psych like a psychologist or just leave that part out it's right licensed therapist you're not lying i'm not lying and if you're if you're not lying, you're not trying. So maybe you're not trying. Or you are trying. Yeah. I'm kind of kicking back right now. <laughs> Wait. Chilling. Nobody likes you when you're 23. They're going to like me a couple days then. Mm. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think this episode comes out on my birthday, so. This episode comes out. Happy Thursday, everybody. Is it Thursday? My birthday's Thursday, yeah. Yeah, so that's when I'm putting this episode up. I, I decided... Every Thursday, there's going to be a new episode. If you're still listening after all this time. Yeah. You know what? Well, we're going to cu- cut a lot of it out. But still, if you're still listening after all this time, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, friends. But yeah, I feel like maybe this, because we're just kind of rambling right now. It's like 1130. We had a long day. We actually didn't. I didn't. Dan was at work. I did nothing. <laughs> but it was a long day of nothing. It was a long day of nothing. So... I feel like this is a good place to end. I'm not really sure if we got that much accomplished. I think we got some stuff accomplished. We said, but we said a lot of words. We said some words. It's been 
as of right now, the recording time is at 45 minutes and 28 seconds. So I'm not sure how long this is actually going to be after we edit it, but I'm just going to cut it off right here. Um, Dan, if you have a couple of final words that you want to say, feel free. However, if you do not, that's um, fine too. Final words. No words rhyme with orange. We'll start there. All right. Um, so no final words. Um, so <laughs> no, just be an authentic person. Don't try too hard to find yourself and stop judging yourself compared to everyone else. Love that. Yeah, because like you're your own person, and other people's opinions are worth as much as Willow's bathroom bricks are. So. Why'd you have to say that? That would have been such a great line, and then you ruined it with... Okay, well, anyway, if you guys are still listening, thank you so much. I appreciate it so much. Um, next week, I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about, but, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I will talk to you next time. Like a beat. Like a beat.